1: This is David X. Cohen, ex-executive producer of Futurama, and you are listening to the Nerdy Show.
0: Welcome to Nerdy Show, a weekly podcast dedicated to every facet of nerddom, from comics and video games to science and technology. If it's geeky, we've got it covered. Hi, I'm Cap.
2: Hi, I'm Brandon.
0: Hi, I'm Colin. Hi, I'm Matt. And we are here at E3. The recording sounds strange because we're recording live from Matthew Spill's kitchen. This is Monday, (laughs) (laughs) the night of all the E3 conferences, and we've seen Microsoft, Ubisoft, EA, and Sony. And, uh, hey, let me cut to the Chase comic book fans. We got a surprise announcement just now during the Sony conference. Unless you watched it online. Well, it was a surprise to everybody who watched it. Uh, Brian Michael Bendis, you know, one of the biggest names in comics, one of Marvel's creative pillars. He came out and he announced a Powers live-action television series. As far as we know, it's exclusive to PlayStation. Uh, and so that's, that's huge. Um, I mean, <laughs> Colin and I were like,
3: oh God, oh God. Uh, <laughs>
0: they were so excited that it's making me uh, want to
2: read the book.
3: <laughs> yeah, no, it's an amazing book. I started reading that a couple of years ago, and it's uh, it's collected in amazing trades. And the where, where the story goes, I'm really – it could make a very, very exciting television. Uh, uh, powers is the story of basically uh,
0: a police gr- uh, detective group that handles uh, situations, crimes, usually murders, involving people with powers, supervillains, superheroes, uh, taking care of uh, all the stuff that's not your day-to-day crime-fighting. But rather the street stuff that uh, the big wigs flying around in capes don't really handle. Uh, it's an incredible series. Well, if you haven't ever read it, we'll link on this episode's page to where you can pick up some collections. This is huge news, and uh, if you if you listen to our E3 hype episode leading up to this, you know we were uh, we reviewed the PS4 and the x at uh, at six months, <laughs> and we uh, we were on you know they they seemed like they were on equal footing. They didn't have enough games. We don't know what to do. Uh, with this announcement plus the just. The slew. Be- behemoth of, yeah. a, of a press conference that Sony had, the ball is in PlayStation's court. Colin and I are very seriously considering becoming PlayStation 4 owners. Personally speaking, this would be the first system I've owned since a PS2 of theirs. So I haven't really felt the need otherwise. So this is actually kind of a big deal. They've got the games right now. Yeah, they most um, certainly do. Th- th- this year has been so far all about games. Microsoft, from the very first this morning, acknowledged it with a press conference that was nothing but games. Because last year was all about hardware, and they really didn't have much to show about, you know, like what these things were truly capable of. We had some numbers, we had some demos. This is it, man. This is uh, this is where these new this new generation of systems are really going to prove themselves.
2: So. And Microsoft
3: didn't really prove themselves. Well, let's go ahead and yeah. get started. I mean, we're, here so, we are. So we'll this is day zero.
2: So we'll start with the Xbox conference?
3: Yeah, let's start with Microsoft Slash, conference.
2: Uh, rave party?
3: Yeah. <laughs> yeah, the rave party. We strapped on
0: some LED bracelets and... Um, as are, soon as
3: we got those bracelets, like, it felt like we were getting tagged. I think mine mm-hmm. gave me a rash. Well, well, actually, yeah. Here's the thing. <laughs> Here's the
2: thing that is where you walk in, they give you these bracelets. They're, like, solid color. They don't tell you what it's for. Then you sit down. And, and it says and, and, Xbox no, no, on no. it. Yeah, and then and a countdown started. And we're like, oh shit, so we're all wearing these explosive devices, and it was counting down to zero. Exactly. And we're like, well, no, they just lit up, so it was cool.
3: It turned out that we were just massive uh, crowd props.
2: <laughs> the <laughs> crowd was the ultimate That's cool. Prop. I
3: thought it was a good effect. No, it was really cool. It was. I mean, it was, you know, it was. It was eh, Microsoft's got money to spend. So, so one thing I didn't care for was
2: that um, they mentioned a new achievement system, how you can see all of the achievements, like a bar while you're playing.
3: Yeah, they can snap. Constantly on the
2: screen, which I think is annoying, but they're like, this is great.
0: Well, that's uh, uh, I, I'm surprised you're starting with that, Brandon. I really am. Like well, that
2: was the first thing we talked about. That's why. Was it? Yeah.
0: I, the first thing I wrote down was Call of Duty Advanced Warfare. I didn't even write a note for no, that this, because this it was, seems, that seemed inconsequential. No no no, 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 no.
2: It's not inconsequential. It's annoying because it's like... It's a bunch of people who play video games. They don't care about the game, the story, the art. They're like, I need all these achievements. But, and now there's
1: links right on the screen with the achievements that you can click to, on it to, to get cheats. To be fair, like achi- achi- to achievements themselves are kind of like a very, like, they're more, like, they were around technically earlier than even story in video games because, like, you know, the, the idea of getting a high score. You know, it goes back to, you know, the very early concepts of video games. And then stories Plays. were invented yeah, this, in this, video this games. This indulges
0: a whole demographic of gamers who are not the people at this table. And I think, <laughs> I mean, that, 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 yes. that, that's the thing. It's it's not good for us, and it's good for them, and it's optional. There's just I something like, annoying it's... about clicking a
2: link to see a Google video of someone else doing the achievement so you can then do it. Yeah, well, but it, but
0: if, if they want to do that, no one's twisting your arm, you
2: know? Uh, no, that's true.
0: Just annoyed. <laughs> so then, uh, the new Call of Duty game. Yeah. Uh, you know, it started out and I thought, well, I, I don't care. It looks like Call of Duty Halo, and then gradually it progressed into something that looked like actually um, a, a pretty high-end military sci-fi, the likes of which you know, you, you're you never going to see in film, you could only see in video games. My, my
2: problem with Call of Duty is that, well, I guess it's not a problem, I love the single player a lot, and my problem with it is that everyone... When I finally beat the game, because it's gorgeous, Call of Duty is an amazing single player experience, um, mm-hmm. and you jump into the multiplayer afterwards, and you're, and you're like, everyone's kicking your ass, like, whatever. And they're like, well, I never even played the single player, dude. And you're like, Well, So all these play- people go jump right into the multiplayer in Call of Duty, because it's like just that thing they do, and they never, ever touch the single player, which is way better than the multiplayer. Multiplayer is just run and gun in circles. But like, the, yeah, the actual well, game it's, is, it's, is it's
1: twitch it's, gameplay. As yeah. long as you started shooting first, you pretty much yeah. And,
2: and the actual single player is like real time events and like shit falling over and like people dying and it's just really cinematic. And the multiplayer doesn't have any of that. And unfortunately, a lot of people always miss out on the single player.
0: Yeah, um, and and then they showed it, it did looked, look very pretty. It did look it did look very pretty. I'm, I'm interested to see where it goes because like they had like a, a swarm of not a nano swarm but like a drone
3: swarm. Oh, that was and, awesome. Uh, and they some really interesting powers like that involved the visual HUD, like where you could see where the enemies were. And ripping on, car doors off. Yes, and do, Yeah, to, to, to protect yourself and all that kind of stuff. The environments, there was a lot of destructible environments. That was like a huge thing. This, this at least yeah. these. And you know what's
0: great? No one's talked about it like a buzzword. Yeah. We, we always destructible log, environments. We always log the buzzwords here yeah. at, at E3 because it gets really fucking annoying. But yeah. uh, but the, you know I've seen. Destructible Environments is one of the things ever since Red Faction I've wanted most in video games. And they yeah. don't really it's been the, the, it. the longest time coming, but this year we're seeing a ton of it. looks like the new systems can handle it, and no one's making a big deal out of it. It's just a new status quo.
3: I can agree to that. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. where it drastically changes how the map is played. Yeah, it's, so, it's excellent.
2: So then they um, they showed Forza 5, which, you know, whatever. I'm not a huge fan of racing games where my cars can't get destroyed because it's annoying, but they did mention the, the Nürburgring, so if, if there's any Top Gear fans out there...
3: Well, I mean... Yeah, <laughs> they mention
2: that all the time. I think that's amazing. The
3: technology is pretty incredible. I mean, oh, they, they said they map the
2: entire field to, the, to the millimeter. Map, like, to the millimeter, which, you know, I mean, I want to go out there and measure it just to make sure, because, like, you could just say that. <laughs> who the fuck's going to go and measure
0: that? All right. Really, to
2: the millimeter? while well, would they do that? Uh, I, by, I actually, like, I actually
0: know people who have done the landscape scanning for golf games and things like that. It's a, it's an interesting procedure. Okay. Maybe, maybe on a future episode we can go into the, the math of that if... If you want to, if you want to go down that road, but then right, but then right what after that, they announced like another Forza
2: game, like right after Horizon Two, which yeah. is open world for the first time ever. <laughs> um, drive off road, dedicated servers, and I assume also no car damage still because you know Lamborghini doesn't want you to to see how their car falls apart if you crash into a building, which is stupid. I, if I'm driving a car in an open world, I want to fucking drive off a cliff, jump out, and have it explode.
0: Well, that's what other game series are for.
2: Yeah, but it's, like, if you're if this game's, like, cross-country racing, it's, like, if a semi hits me, you know, I need to stop and get a fucking flat tire fixed and shit, that'd be
1: great. Did you get the feeling that the dedicated server, like, buzz phrase is, like, the unfortunate, like, this is the conclusion of the Xbox One always-on dying? Like, that's all they're left with is these, like, always-on concept or these dedicated servers is, like, the only way to, like, power the Xbox to, like... Well, because these games were cause... in development
2: while, before they even switched that. Yeah, yeah I, so. imagine,
1: I imagine they were meant to, to be a lot more and and really you know power the game like the Xbox One was supposed to be able to. But then when they cut the always on ideas yeah. and yeah, it's tough. Uh, I I don't know. That, that
0: I would hope to be in a position uh, when we hit the floor where we can actually have that real talk discussion with somebody. I don't. I'd never expect real answers from anybody that we talk mm-hmm. to on the floor. You know. Uh, but it, it's it's you know last year. They showed that the always-on for Xbox was going to power via the cloud, um, gameplay the likes of which wouldn't be able to be possible on a, on a standalone console. They removed the always-on mode, so now it's open to the discretion of the, uh, the developers. And maybe I don't know if dedicated servers is how they're phrasing that. I don't. Maybe that sounds better to them than always on. You know, because that because that freaked everybody out. Well, no, man. the
2: dedicated servers are made not by Microsoft but by the actual company who makes the game. Right. So whereas Microsoft was going to have everything constantly linked, and they got rid of that. Like every mm. every game, like it's if you all jump on that one game and it, there's multiplayer, I assume it's going to work that way still. But I don't and know. We,
1: we never heard the phrase cloud computing once today. Yeah, yeah that's yeah. Dead. Yeah. That's yeah. dead. 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 It was weird. Sad, sad in some ways. In, in my yeah. opinion. I, 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 I thought it was the, exciting for gaming. The,
0: the tech they showed us last year for Xbox which is now I suppose like null and void, mm-hmm. uh, was amazing. And while the NSA Big Brother aspect of Always On had a lot of answers that needed to be answered um, or questions that needed to be answered, it, it, it still mm-hmm. it bode well for the possibility of rendering crazy shit. So, well... Here we are. Anyway, they showed a game called Evolve. It's uh, it's by Turtle Rock, distributed by Bethesda, and uh, it's it's the same some of the guys who made uh, Left for Dead. It's got this uh, this four player system where everybody's got a special task. It looks hyper stylized. Looks like it's about monster hunting. Um, oh yeah, that was cool. But then the big thing is you can now play as a huge fucking Cthulhu monster.
2: Or or whatever the monster is you're fighting. Yeah, you're in theory. Create. Yeah, but we saw
0: we saw this
1: kind of like I don't know Cthulhu dinosaur basically. No. It, well, it's, it's a Cthulhu it, it, Yeah, it doesn't seem like <laughs> much is known. But does that mean all the fights are all like arena based? That's just going to be four on one and and no. No, like, no, no,
2: no. Well, they they showed a they lot show... of other
1: like tiny monsters, and then there was like a boss thing.
0: Huh. That's interesting. Which is unless like, I mix that up. With which is games. another thing that has happened quite a bit in these games today. That uh, that hasn't really been a buzzword, fortunately. Uh, we saw this in the uh, the Fables game as well, where you could not only play as a op co-op- a cooperative Fables game with a number of heroes, but also play as the, the villain. villain. Yeah. Um. Basically, you it turns into an RTS against four on the ground players, where you're setting up traps and enemies
1: and encounters, and, and so there, on. And there there was a Wii U game that did that, right? At, at launch, the the zombie one. Uh, zombie you uh, you know I never played it yeah, yeah they're the multiplayer mode where the, you were using the gamepad pad as in an RTS yes. type mode yes. to you know yes. drop De- zombies, Deploy the and zombies. zombies and yep. well, there you go it's been done before
2: moving on
0: speaking <laughs> of if you're waiting for Nintendo news that comes tomorrow morning so we'll be covering that in tomorrow's <laughs> podcast and uh, hey uh, since I haven't mentioned it in this episode stay tuned for videos as well we'll be doing all kinds of video coverage from you know developer interviews so on and so forth all at nerdyshow.com slash e32014 2014.
2: Um, so they showed some other stuff, which everyone has showed at this point, which is like Assassin's Creed, Unity stuff, Dragon Age, Inquisition stuff, but I wanted to talk more about the exclusives, because that's the point, I guess, of the Xbox conference, So like Sunset Overdrive? Yeah. What are your thoughts on that?
0: Man, Sunset Overdrive, uh, Colin... A cool t-shirt. That <laughs> You did get a cool t-shirt for that. Col- Colin, um,
3: you said... That... I, I said that it was either going to be a huge mess, or a really interesting and very, very, uh... Uh, cool and evolved game, like a, like very different from anything that I've ever seen. But it was just. But you compare? What do we compare? It, Smash been, TV it, it could have been. It could, actually, zombies ate my neighbors. But it yeah. could be a huge mess. Oh, it yeah. just it doesn't be, it could work. Could be terrible. Yeah. It could. That's the, it, yeah. It, who it, knows? It's
0: really fun gameplay. Extremely cartoony. Uh, like kind of like Tony Hawk meets a disaster scenario with like uh, graffiti. It's kind of like Jet Set Radio, sort of. Um. It's it's different. It's a lot of old concepts put into a three D arena, and uh, you've done something really neat with it. Um, and yeah, it could I could see it really not working. If it does work, it will be incredible, and that's exclusive for Xbox. It
1: it, it looks repetitive. I yeah. mean, it, 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 the arena doesn't look like it's it's like I feel like the humor, the the dialogue that the character has gonna is going to get like old, and I don't know. It it could be a mess. It could also be fun. I really like Ratchet and Clank, and, you know, that it reminded me of that as well. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and, and that, those, those games are
0: fun. It's, and it's, it's from those guys. And it comes out in October, so we'll find out pretty quickly how this is going to be. Mm-hmm. And, you know, the players are customizable, so we don't even know what kind of, like, how the humor is going to translate if your individual, you know, what your individual character is capable of. Right.
2: I mean, we need an Xbox One to, uh, to see it. <laughs> to see how good
0: it is. Uh, so let's let's tag back to Assassin's Creed Unity just a, just a little bit. This might be the most we end up saying about it today rather than covering it on the floor because, hey, everybody's going to be covering it and our coverage is typically about looking at like weirder, smaller affairs at E3. It, it's cool. Uh, it's set during the French Revolution. The, the crowd scenes are incredible. You can play as four assassins at once. Um, I don't think it's going to work. Yeah? No, because, no, no, seriously. Because, like, every
2: time I play an Assassin's Creed game, they're like, look at this multiplayer, and, like, they show you demos of it and trailers, and you play it, and it's, like, it's, like, just, like, everyone's just running and killing each other constantly, and it's not as fun as they make it look. And but the, you get to assassinate George yeah, Washington. Yeah, whatever, George Washington. <laughs> yeah, but, with, like, the, the no, demo. No, no. The, the, the supposed demo that they were playing, which they weren't playing, was way too perfect, and they were all doing things properly. But when you're playing an actual game with people you don't know, people are just going to run and just start stabbing shit, and it's never... Gonna be perfect multiplayer. And It never works in Assassin's Creed. I don't. I don't know how they're gonna make an entire game based on
3: it. Although I do have to say, I've never been a huge. I mean, like I know that I'm alienating myself, but I uh, I've never been a huge fan of Assassin's Creed series. And this one has been one I just of the like most the story. It's been one of the most interesting ones in terms of the. Parkour aspects of the game. Well, they made it where, look really good. Yeah, where you can truly be grabbing onto all sorts of different elements of the of the game world, as opposed to it being specific blocks and specific parts of the world. And then also you can go inside buildings and all that sort you of stuff. You can kind
2: of do that in the other games, but you kind of it's like a scene where you run through them.
3: Right, but this one seemed like a little bit more uh, fluid and a little bit more organic. And
2: it's a next, it's the first next gen Assassin's
3: Creed. Right, so that's why. Uh, that did look very interesting. I think maybe one of the coolest things that they
0: showed at <laughs> at the Microsoft conference was the Dead Rising DLC that's available right now. Actually, you
2: mean the the uh, Remix Hyper Turbo uh, Alpha Plus su-
0: Super Ultra Dead Rising Three Arcade Remix Hyper Edition EX Plus Alpha? Yes, I, I <laughs> that, mean that. The
2: thirty first. Capcom. Yeah, the, the
0: Capcom's thirty first anniversary. <laughs> um, it, it's that
2: looks so good. I don't even care that much about Dead Rising two or three, but the DLC looks so
0: good. You play as all the the main Dead Rising protagonists. You can cosplay as a ton of Capcom characters. There's like some kind of big zombie in bison clawing his way out of the ground. You get special it, moves. It just looks like the most manic, fun gameplay ever. And Capcom being very self aware, being very cool. Uh, it, it seems like a good time. It makes me wish that I was able to play it. They didn't used to be this cool. They, they didn't, but but, but, but they, they are, are now. now.
2: Yeah, I was gonna say, uh, Cap, you were really excited excited to see something about Disney Fantasia. And what did they What did they give you?
0: Well, I, I had hands on with it last year, and they they just mentioned it because it's gonna be, I believe, demoable on the floor. Uh, so. I mean, we have a lot of meetings with people, and uh, Disney Interactive is one of them. So we're, you got, I, I got hands-on with it last year. You guys are going to get hands-on with it this year. The game comes out later on. And Fantasia is actually it's, – it's weirdly enough one of the main selling points for the Xbox One for me because it's a fun game because Harmonix is really cool. It's very involved, and it's totally unique to the system because it uses the Kinect in a way that, I mean, just no other piece of hardware is going to work. No other piece of hardware allows a game like Fantasia to exist. So uh, I, we'll talk more about that because you guys will have uh, hands-on later. Um, How do you feel about Conquer being in um, Project Spark? Project
2: Spark, something that I have no interest in.
0: Yeah, man, that was shoot in. It didn't work. I think, I think having conquer like, including Project Spark seems like a really neat idea. They talked about it in previous years. Including Conquer seems fun. Their, de- their like their deployment of him uh, with the announcement and the trailer was just confusing. But I even guess even he even the way they
2: made conquer made him seem like
0: he didn't even understand. Like, he was like, "I
2: yeah. haven't had a game in ten years.
0: I guess this will do." And you're like, "What? Yeah, I guess I'm stuck in this. Whatever. You can. <laughs> I, I, I guess you can use conquer as a playable character in your project spark demos. I don't know. That's that's weird. Just." Yeah, I don't give us a new Conker game, goddammit. it! Yeah, all like like <laughs> honestly, we got New Killer Instinct, and I, there's probably just as many people who are into Conker as Killer Instinct. I would imagine they're both. Would you buy
2: to, an Xbox One tomorrow if they like announced Conquer, a well, new Conquer? I like game?
0: Conquer. I don't. I. I don't love. I don't like Conker five hundred dollars. <laughs> <Yeah, you're> like <laughs> Conquer, bad for a day too. It would, I That would be bait for me, but it's not, it not going to sell a console. With a,
3: with a $200, if it came with a $200 coupon code for Xbox, <laughs> oh, yeah, <laughs> then, yeah I'd buy one then,
0: too. <laughs> and the, probably the biggest announcement was the uh, Halo uh, Master Chief Collection, where you get Halo 1 through 4, not including the, uh, the spinoffs like Reach, ODST... Um, but they're all completely remastered. They have hundred plus multiplayer yeah, 100 maps. Yeah, hundred
2: multiplayer maps, and they're all in 1080 uh, with 60 frames a second. They said.
3: Yeah, so you can play all of the multiplayer maps that you have grown to love from all of all. Wh- of Halo. Which means
2: you're basically only going to be playing two maps constantly, and there's going to be 98 Gulch. maps. Blood like, going to be 98 maps you don't touch. Um, and they remade, uh, they and, remastered Halo Two. And
0: by you, you mean the people who play Halo who you don't like?
2: I did play Halo a lot. It's just only one or two maps.
0: Ever. Yeah, well, I, I like playing in the in the living room with friends, and I, I guess I'm on on the outs here. I guess that means I'm an old person. I don't know.
2: And they, they did say it comes with the live action movie when you get it.
0: Uh, well, it's, it's a it's a, te- it's a television series, oh, uh, a series? Uh, Halo Nightfall, yeah, and it which which leads into five actually, and you uh, you get either you get the first episode with it, or and you like
3: unlock the rest for free because you bought the collection, something to that effect. Uh, and, and speaking of five, that also included in the Halo Master Chief uh, collection is the beta for. Yeah. Uh, for Halo 5. Yeah, uh, December, I believe. Is Which when I the, when have to comes. admit,
2: I've, I've never been a huge fan of Halo. Like, it's really fun, um, but, like, 5 looked really interesting. to I me. Mean, like, story-wise, yeah. it looked really interesting.
0: The thing that's always really... I've loved about Halo was the story. When it was at its strong points, it's had highs and lows, and the fact that Keith David is back as the Arbiter... That's true. That's, like, that's huge for me. Playing as the Arbiter was my favorite part of, like, the, the Halo series, so... Uh, the fact that he is clearly playing a, a a large role in Halo Five, that's great for me. But will I will I have an Xbox to play it? I don't know. These things are expensive, guys. <laughs> yeah. They so they
2: also had a section where they talked about indie games for a bit, and there was one that stood out immediately.
0: Yeah, you know, I I haven't I I need to later tonight check it out. It was this thing called Cuphead. Uh, I haven't I haven't looked it up yet. I haven't had a chance today. It's. Uh, it looks like retro cartoon animation, like 1930s Disney animation. Like Steamboat Mickey. Steamboat Willie. Steamboat Willie.
2: Steamboat Willie. Steamboat Willie. What did I say? You
0: said Steamboat Mickey. No, I
2: didn't say that. I said Steamboat Willie. <laughs> they
0: showed that that looked cool. They also showed Mighty Number no. 9, which elicited a huge fan reaction, hopefully. I mean, I'm a backer for it. Uh, I'm, I'm, I'm a becker uh, but mm-hmm. I'm, I'm excited for the game. Hopefully it will live up to all the expectations, because clearly they're very high. Mm-hmm. No one was like, oh, that, yeah, cup, Cuphead, yeah, fuck yeah, but it was my, Mighty Number no. 9, people got serious, so... <laughs>
2: Matt, how did you feel about Rise of the Tomb Raider? I'm just excited there's a Tomb Raider sequel. That's <laughs> what I
1: mean, like, there's not much, like, to offer as far as... The only thing that, like, really strikes me as conversational at the end of the, the Xbox conference is The Division, just based off of Watch Dogs. That I don't trust anything I see.
0: Yeah, that's true. The division looks really impressive. It's like this, like CDC, uh, New York post apocalyptic Christmas time nightmare. Um, <laughs> stick that on the box if you want, guys. <laughs> um, it it looks, it looks like uh, you know, if you're gonna if you're gonna play a first person shooter in you know with kind of like cyber tech stuff, like it seems like a good option because it's, it's a unique story. But yeah, man, uh, you know the the. The general consensus on on Watch Dogs being, like, not quite what it was showcased to be at at E3 makes this suspect. Yeah, everything
2: everything we see should be taken with a grain of salt because everything's heavily scripted and heavily controlled, so you don't know what the gameplay is actually like. Yeah, and and
1: for all we know, the only thing that is, you know, that they've had to render is the area that they're in, which is, you know, the problem that the, the Watch Dogs E3 trailers had is they ended up looking, the game ended up looking like shit because the game ended up being much bigger than the small... Right. Thing we saw, so anything Ubisoft at this point that's like these super dramatic, like crazy engines, and they're like, oh, early in game engines, like early in game because they're gonna modify it when they make the maps bigger and they, you know, and and more it's, actual it's players. Look, and, it's actually
2: gonna look worse. You know, oh yeah, it's, it's definitely it's going, going to better. It's never
1: gonna look like that. It's never gonna play like that. And I, I'm not buying anything on Division or the new Rainbow Six game right. until like, like I will not yeah, give like, them any money until product
0: is delivered <laughs> and, and le- since you mentioned it that new Rainbow Six game holy shit! should we talk about that in the, in the Ubisoft no we'll, we'll just get into it right now if if they deliver on that uh, it man it's like dis- destructible terrain like really strategic like classic Rainbow Six
3: was I mean,
0: you know, I, mean, I was a little cheesy the the scripting, but
2: that... Yeah, but other I don't know, that, man. Like
3: that was one of the most intense things that I've seen in a video game. It looked like it was a it was a I mean, it, obviously it much was blow very up well the
2: entire house,
3: Right, but obviously the it, was like, well script, it was a very well scripted. It yeah. was a very well scripted, very well like thought out and, you know, played out uh, you know, game session, but it was a really interesting look into what the potential of that game could be, I if that it. ends up being what it, what it ends it, up it, being. Yeah, this
1: is the same conversation we had about Watch Dogs, and even the Division seeing it last year. Like, it's just not, and from what I've heard, like, Division has been, like, reworked quite a bit. Yeah. Because, you know, it, it's, like, grand ideas. And, and Right. Like, even the, all of them kind of have this weird co-op element to it, like Watch Dogs, or not Watch Dogs, Division and the Rainbow Six one. And none of their conversations sound like were they like should we go in through the like um, the rainbow, roof rainbow six had this should we go in through the roof should we go through the back entrance through the front entrance there's all these like kind of staged ways of entering the mission. Let's be honest. Once the game's out for two weeks, they're gonna know the most successful way of going in. Everyone, you know, it's gonna end up yeah, being the same people. Yeah. They're gonna be like, oh, you know, no one's gonna actually like. Someone's, someone's like, no one's yeah, like, gonna be like, or, or
2: there's gonna be the guy who starts like, are, are we going through the roof? And like, dude, I'm already in the building. Yeah, <laughs> it's the it's
1: nature of co-op gaming. You know, there's just gonna be like, come on, you know, one v one me, yeah. noob, and like, you know, get <laughs> wrecked. And you know, so do, do you know what the first thing you do when you start like Battlefield,
2: Call of Duty, or this game? The first thing I always do, I get out my RPG, I shoot at the like the building as much as possible throw all of my grenades and then I run in with my gun and then I destroy as much as I can straight off the bat and you and then you're part of the problem <laughs> <laughs> and, and, and I just start fucking throw grenades man and a
1: lot of that goes to the idea of not split screen gaming this stuff locally but instead doing it like everyone oh, when, when you're when you're separated yeah you just want to do it the best way possible you want to try new things you right wanna...
3: and you can't and there's no there's no like onus for like you know if you're sitting in the in the living room playing with each other you can't be like what the fuck are you doing Matt yeah. stop god damn it yeah. And punch him in the shoulder. Be like, no, I'm taking the controller away from you. Go on time out.
1: Yeah, it's, it, it, <laughs> it, it's, it, it's high concept stuff that that both the developer won't be able to deliver on and also the user won't yeah. utilize to, yeah. to, to what it the, should but be.
0: Right. But the dream the dream for Rainbow <laughs> Six Siege was beautiful. The terrain,
2: was? the terrain damage, if that's not altered, looked
3: amazing. I mean, the fact that they could shoot... I mean, because basically what it was was there was a hostage situation inside of a house... And there were bad guys in the house. There were f- it was four on four. We're five on five. Was it five on yeah, five? Oh, f- oh, it was five right. on five. Well, uh, as, as, as the as everyone uh, eventually was getting killed, um, it was showing you how many what it was. It was like four on four on four, four on three, yeah. four on two. As as everyone was getting whittled down, but it was what what some of the most interesting aspect of that game was the fact that like you could truly use that house in any way that you could possibly think You're like, of I
2: need to get to the but, floor below wait, me. I'm blowing a hole in the, in the in, floor. In the, right in
3: I'm, I'm blowing a hole in the roof of, where, of of the level that I need to get to below. Yeah. That, uh, below but that area.
1: And, and you know what? That, that's actually something that I was thinking about. Conceptually this is getting back to like Rainbow Six's roots as far as like it's strategic planning instead of just being this kind of shooter that had like some tactical. Right. And using things. a drone. The original yeah. Rainbow Six they would give you the map beforehand and you would like draw out your squad. I you played are, one since then. Yeah, yeah it ditto, so actually. Good. Yeah, and you would you know <laughs> set bre- you know tell them where to set breach charges, and you would give them commands when you wanted them to. And do everyone different was like things. one hit. No, it, it, no. exactly. It's like, that, it's that, like, one hit and I, noticed, and I noticed that about this game. That's what's going to ruin the strategic element. Is this game? It's not, not one, one hit kill. Yeah. If this game was one hit kill, don't fucking run in the room and just start shooting. That's it, what no, made think, the like, Think before you go in a room.
2: That's what made the first Rainbow Six exactly one shot kill. That's what the
1: game needs to be. Yeah, and
3: it's just. I bet there'll be modes. I bet there be a mode where you have a it's like a golden gun mode
1: yeah but no one's gonna there.
2: play that they never do you add modes like that and everyone's just playing and like the, basic the single
1: one. player for rainbow six is great too because if you went into a mission and like for instance like you did it and a character got shot and killed on that mission you at the end of the mission you had the option if you succeeded to do the mission over again or to proceed with that character and their traits Missed. gone from your team because they were dead yeah so, like, like, it needs that, I don't, it needs there's a worse, finality to it. Maybe we'll yeah. be
0: in a position to discuss this with the developer. I, I would like to hope so. Because, like, you know, I don't, like I said, I always feel like most of the time we're getting bullshit answers from them. But these are very, very real questions. Yeah, and, you know?
1: while, and while we were watching the demo, they had the guy like, no, like, no, run, I'll cover you. And, like, you saw the guy covering taking shots. It's like, there's nothing, like, That'll never there's, happen. there's no... You know, there's no uh, there's no risk involved. Just stand there and shoot, and maybe go into cover. Right. And it's like no. If, if it was one or two shot kill, like the original Rainbow Six, I, I, think, I would be falling on the ground all yeah, the I think, time. I think the 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 concept of the co op element they want would be able to succeed, but people don't want people don't want to get into a lobby, like log into a game. Die because they did something stupid and then have to wait it out. So they'll let people take multiple. Votes. Yeah, and yeah. honestly, like
2: I was so scared of dying in the original multiplayer because I was uh, I was, was I terrifying. was bad. Was so terrifying. I would do as I'd find like a corner of a wall, I would I would sensor. duck and I would just sit there and I'd wait to hear footsteps and like God, I hope they're not coming the direction they can see me. And if someone runs by, I just start shooting them and they well, just turn around and kill I me. I remember
1: the original Rainbow Six, so they had the heartbeat sensor and you just get it out and then you do this 360 and you'd see the other multiplayer characters that are logged in with you just do this random 360. <laughs> <sensor>. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, just make sure there's nobody around you because everyone's so scared of me oh it's terrifying xbox 360 i think we're missing, <laughs> we're
2: missing that terror in online yeah like well yeah.
3: we'll see i mean like that was a really interesting trailer and we'll see what ends up coming of that yeah. because uh, that looked amazing
0: to tag back something real quick uh we, Brandon mentioned uh, Rise of the Tomb Raider as the new Tomb Raider title. Apparently that's not the title. I found it online. Oh. It's actually Laura Croft and the Temple of Osiris. Why,
2: why did they call it? It's set I, on the I, screen. I know. I
0: wrote, I, wrote, I wrote it down. But I don't know. I saw this as well online today, and I, I can't Weird. really figure it out. Well, well we, I don't know what the actual name yeah. is. So so that's that's a thing that could happen. Interesting.
3: Um, and, and, well, I mean, uh, Microsoft, can we just close out the Microsoft yeah, conference? Yeah, time for yeah. EA. Well, no, I'm just saying there was Good one the more EA. thing. They had... Crackdown. Crackdown 3. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I, yeah. I mean, Crackdown 3 I have a no relationship
0: with this. Tell me why I should care.
3: Crackdown, the first one... I hadn't played the second one because I heard it, it was It horrible. didn't even say 3. It just said Crackdown.
0: Yeah,
2: it was just right. called Crackdown.
3: But now. the first game was really super fun. It was just like... It was kind of what uh, Saints Row 4 ended up being. Mm-hmm. Um, that was what Crackdown was. It was just an incredible powers game where you just went out and you just had a ton of fun blowing stuff up, uh, uh, gaining, uh, building up your skills... And just taking down these really over-the-top villains and these gangs of people by blowing up buildings and doing these really ridiculous uh, kills with your vehicles and your guns and explosives. Well, it was not we, we
2: didn't see any actual, like, game gameplay footage. Sure. So, but, but I'm, I'm assuming it's more of that. Plus, right. Plus them. But
3: Mensa. it's still pretty cool that they're bringing back Crackdown with the original, with the original creator. So, you know. Moving on to
0: EA, what a weird conference. It seemed like like most of the time they were just spending it trying to humanize EA. Yeah. Which has got a reputation as being, you know <laughs> Oh yeah,
2: we were hanging out instead of making games. We yeah. went to forests and drank yeah. mojitos they, and shit. They
0: they, they all most all, most of their packages we were, of all, were were developer diaries and in fact didn't show any gameplay at all. Star or Wars just,
2: Battlefront. But
0: but man, Matt, this is a little state of the empire moment here. We got really fucking excited. Also, might I say that it's very cool to do a State of the Empire moment with you and I in the Uh. same room. It's usually over the phone. Um,
3: Stay the Empire is what.
0: Uh, Stay the Empire, Colin. Of course, it's our it's our Star Wars speculation podcast where we look for news in Alderon places.
2: Oh, oh Jesus,
3: fuck, fuck! If you haven't
2: ever listened to it, <laughs> you've never
3: heard that, Brandon. No, I have. It just every time yeah. it gets me every goddamn time with Willow Watch. That's my important. Wow. I, I listen just for that moment We're oh, for Willow Watch. Anyway, anyway, we'll, we'll link to where you can check that out if
0: you haven't listened to our show. Um, we, it's fun. Uh, we, we, have, we have a really good time. So, so, so dice dice has actually been going on some kind of like. Whirlwind vacation. Uh, they went to Skywalker <laughs> Ranch and and actually scanned original props from the original trilogy. And they went to locations,
1: it's, it's e- like even the, the desolate Arctic wastes. Yeah. It's like it's like they
2: started working on the game.
1: So sure, actually, I don't know what was the filming location for Hoth. I know I feel like I should know this. I I, for, I, I But think, I wonder if they went was far. It, was it they're it in Sweden together. Is that yeah? They may not have had to gone far. They might have just said... gone outside the Dice Studios, and they may have been in Hoth. Yeah, so you know that, that may have been the case. But one thing's for sure: the 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 detail,
0: if uh, and what they showed us for for Battlefront, um, was I mean, for in the Hoth sequences, incredible.
3: Yeah, like, and they also had some. They also had a speeder bike chase, like pre-alpha, like concept footage. That looked really awesome. God knows if we'd ever be able to actually maneuver that sort if of thing. If it was actually
2: like that, there's no way we could maneuver through trees. I'd be crashing every second. Yeah. But it, it looked awesome. It looked incredibly accurate. Yeah, next, I mean. next year, they're just going to announce the game was canceled. Anyway. See,
1: but that, 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 once again, it works. It, it does, it, all they told us was they it's are that, that they're working on the game. And so spring, they
0: gave us a date. Well, they gave
1: us a, a date. Spring 2015. Seymour. Seymour.
0: Seymour. Which
1: sounds like holiday 2015 to me. Seymour Butts. Yeah. <laughs> So, but they, yeah, so they rendered us some good looking uh, speeder bikes through the forest. They may not, there may not be a level where it's that difficult to go through the trees. They may be open levels because it is so difficult to fly speeder bikes. There's nothing, they showed us nothing about how the game will actually play. They showed us the models that they've been scanning. But
2: they showed us, they showed us like images of them hanging out. And like play drug <laughs> circles and shit. That was the same thing.
3: And, and then they moved on to Bioware, which was <laughs> we got rid of
2: all of our cubicles, which was essentially the out same now.
3: thing. Although they did tease that they were doing another Effect. they were doing something else in the Mass Effect universe. That's it. Awesome. They, they literally said nothing, but else. that's all they said. And and I do agree with what you were guys were talking about was that it was they were humanizing EA, like they were trying to tell EA they were trying to say to, they were trying to say, hey, EA's not as bad as you think. We're really, we, you know, we're taking care of these developers and... We love them, and, and then you happened? love them, so let's. why don't you love us, yeah. too? And then
2: right after that, The Sims 4 came out.
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, which, so, which looks cool. Smarter Sims, weirder stories. I, like, is that
2: actually the title? Because th- they kept saying I, I that. think that's
0: the the tagline. <laughs> but no, yeah. I mean, if you like Sims, it looks better than ever. So yep. I, mean, I don't know what more we can really say about it. Watch dude bros who know how to read books get upset at old women who like cats. <laughs> and then they die of laughter.
2: Yeah, <laughs> that
1: was really good. Uh, Battlefield Hardline? Should we talk about that? Oh Jesus! That, that, that was the highlight of the EA conference. Yeah, yeah. C- cops versus criminals.
0: Yeah, they kept saying cops versus criminals, which I kind of took issue with. Like, well, okay, back up, guys. This this is a game about one of the the classic twentieth century children's games. This is a game of Cowboys cops versus robbers. <laughs> I know they're not they're criminals. They're not just robbing banks. But this is Cops and Robbers, but everybody took care to say, Cops versus Criminals, because they didn't want to sound too childish. Someone did I'm sorry, say friends. Cops and Robbers. Yeah, yeah, um, uh, Andy, I believe it was at, uh, at the Sony, Sony. conference, he, he slipped up. But uh, you know what, Andy? <laughs> I think that was very truthful. I think you really cut to the heart well, of why do the, they call but it but Cops? Hey,
3: why don't but, they call it Law Enforcement
0: right, versus Criminals? Right,
1: right. You're right. Cause cops law
0: Enforcement Officers versus Criminals. Anyway. <laughs> versus the, but the most inhibited. important part is this
1: game looks awesome. <laughs> And, but let me ask you, okay, so we saw them taking some loot in the beginning of the, the demo, and then six minutes later, <laughs> the, <laughs> the, buildings the amount falling destruction. of <laughs> destruction in Los Angeles, how much loot were they taking <laughs> that it was worth like, it? It's like a $1,000. Well, they
3: robbed an armored car. Well, <laughs> they gotta get <laughs> that money back. That's... But
1: I'm just saying, like,
3: the, yeah. I mean, this is, <laughs> like,
1: at some point, LAPD, <laughs> LAPD just needs to be like, guys... This isn't worth it to catch that (laughs) Literally, it says loot. It's like,
2: you have a sack of loot. And there's, like, zip lines and helicopters and missiles. And a crane
0: crashes into a skyscraper, and you crawl through the skyscraper. Oh, my... I mean, it looks... It looks incredible, but, uh, I I don't, like, I was, I was asking the guys, is there, is there a story? Is there an objective? Like, (laughs) what's this game about? Battlefield
2: never really has a, well, the single player had a story, but it was kind of lame, but the multiplayer's always been where it's at.
3: Yeah, because
0: this is
2: just And there's no story in multiplayer.
3: uh, It's like, it's, it's urban warfare. It is is straight up urban warfare between these two factions and blowing up yeah, under it, an overpass. It, you and know what
0: was funny? Before they showed us anything, they they said it's like a TV. It's like a, a TV crime genre. It's how <laughs> no, they compared it. It, is no, it. No, it's like Bad Boys on Speed.
2: You assholes. <laughs> it, it would be like Michael Bay doing Bad Boys. They yeah. actually,
1: they, they should have had Bay come out and, like, intro the game. I mean, at least, <laughs> at least they would have given some excitement to that conference other than, like, the development diet. you guys was, like, like booms? You know, some sort of, like,
2: <laughs> and big, loud kabangs <laughs> with shiny ding ting. <laughs> this game has all the shinies. Actually, they
1: should have done some like bad boys Incorporation corporation. Like you could get like the Martin Lawrence skin They should like, have had and Will Smith. Like, oh, and like, oh, they should just
2: had there. Will Smith and Martin Lawrence come out. They're not cool. doing and, anything. And right now. Michael
0: Bay could grapple into the. <laughs> 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 but, uh, oh, on, I, either way, I mean, like. Like fuck that, fuck that dude for executive producing this upcoming, you know, Ninja Turtles film. But hey, Bad Boys set a precedent for ridiculous action, yeah. And I think we can all salute him for that. Mm-hmm. Yes. And this game is definitely an offspring of that.
3: I mean, that was some incredible stuff. I mean, the the fact that this giant crane fell into a skyscraper, that it was they were like could ripping then, the side off of the building. That you as it was could falling. then climb into the crane and go into the building. It wasn't just destruction, and then there was rubble that you couldn't get past. You, there was an interactivity to that to that crane destruction that like they I mean- then went up
2: in into the skyscraper. Every battlefield level, recent at least Battlefield Four, they have maps like that. Yeah, and, like and, and they, they refer to it like as a, it, a,
1: a, like a revolution. Event. There's always a way, like midway, beginning, end of the match, to trigger some sort of change in the map that is yeah. specific to like. And and for that one, it's the crane. Obviously, well, I do
3: remember that when and on the, on the previous they one, they yeah. had you could bring down an entire skyscraper. I still on haven't how been many able bu- to do that. How many bullets happened. but. It seemed like they took it and they took it from that very very large scale where if we destroy this giant giant thing it'll change the level. But now we're gonna make a little bit of smaller things that are easier to make happen. So it's gonna be even more exciting because they're gonna happen more often. Yeah,
2: I'd I'd rather have lots of little things happening rather than one big thing. Right. Because the big thing rarely happens. Right. Exactly. Little things are happening constantly.
3: Exactly. Yeah. No, it was insane. And the beta
0: is uh, it launched today? Um. Hopefully we'll get in. If you guys got in, let us know what you think. We're really curious.
2: hard um i don't know what the deal is they said if you have a ps4 and you own battlefield 4 and you go to the little info button on it you can just play it the beta you can download it
0: yeah so, so uh, do
2: that if you have a ps4
0: as as with last year they teased the new mirror's edge again uh, yeah, so that yeah. was that was grand but here's one of the weirder things uh, criterion games showcase the development for a game which they did not title which looks to be the evolution of Nintendo's Pilot Wings. <laughs>
3: oh yeah, it, they just showed
0: lots of vehicles. That was it. Like we love helicopters and
2: ATV. It, well,
3: what a- co- was, was funny was that the concept gameplay of of it looked exactly like it was Pilot Wings.
0: Like like a like a next gen, not cartoony, uh, head mounted GoPro Pilot Wings. Yeah. It was pretty great, and I'm and I mean, it's just it's a like, take take an ATV, you drive it off a cliff, turn like grab get, onto a helicopter, yeah. jump the fuck out. Who cares? <laughs> and that's that's awesome. Like that seems like a really fun style of get in game. Getting
2: a space shell, go to the
0: moon. And, that didn't happen. And since Nintendo <laughs> basically murdered Pilot Wings with their 3DS
1: game, um, I, I, God, I, I I for one embrace this new Master. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I will like, say it is very telling that the EA conference had two unnamed IPs like. BioWare drops that they're doing a new game that's just like we wanted to do something more modern or more more contemporary and then didn't name anything showed like a hint of an environment and then this game which they didn't even bother to name they're just like there's vehicles all kinds of fun vehicles <laughs> but there's vehicles wait what and if I that's like, the name of the
2: game there's vehicles there's <laughs> vehicles yeah. it's just like, there will <laughs> be vehicles
0: <Yes. laughs> yeah, it was EA's conference what a weird, weird. yeah and, real and, weird and that's it guys I mean that was really that well, was no no it. no
2: no, no. There, were, there were a few interesting things They they obviously EA always demos, you know, new sports engines and lots of sports games and they put that shit out every year. Whatever. I'm not a big fan of sports. I know some Is people it, Or are.
1: It's usually technically <laughs> impressive at the very least. But
2: how about that golf game with the Battlefield fantasy map? <laughs> oh yeah, I forgot about that. There was a guy, it's like, like this looks like this normal golf game in you know, a really good graphics. It's like, you're a rich douchebag hitting hitting a ball into a hole and then it's like, also, we have fantasy maps he's hitting it over the, um, the battleship from Battlefield Four that crashes uh-huh. on the island, and there's gunfire everywhere, and you're just hitting the ball over it. He still got a hole in one. Yeah, he still got a hole in one. I'm, yeah, in one. <laughs> I'm curious. Well, I, I'm
1: curious what these fancy. I'm trying to think of other EA games like that. A Mass Effect map. Like, there could be, I don't, I don't know. Like, I wish that
2: that, that, that map, oh, like, man. the battlefield map, like, suddenly you were in someone's multiplayer game, and you're <laughs> trying to get the hole in one, and, like, people are just trying to shoot at you, and you're like, I gotta get this. Or or they just can't interact. Yeah. No, know. man,
3: you're fucking playing on the Citadel, and, like, it goes up in the air, and Garrus shoots it out of the sky. <laughs> if, or like, if you let sh- if, if you let him, If you let him. You yeah, let yeah, him. You let him.
2: <laughs> but another sports thing they showed, which actually kind of pissed me off, was the whole Bruce Lee thing. They, oh, they yeah. were like, oh, introducing to UFC, someone who would never probably be in UFC, Bruce Lee. And they showed a fight, and it was agonizing. They made Bruce Lee really slow and do stupid moves that he would never do. And it's like, he's like, punch, kick. No. Yeah. It really pissed me off. Yeah, and
3: then, and then of course they've got the you know the the Fifas and the Maddens yeah, and stuff. Yeah, you so, uh, know oh, what's and the, of, and the NHLs. It's cool to
1: see the kind of that technology usually ends up making its way into other games. So it's it's neat to see it that way. Yeah, but like this year, it didn't. None of that seemed to really. Well, the thing is, the, the, case. the thing that's
2: wrong with sports games for me is because. You, you don't get levels and experience points. You get achievements, bro. No, no, no. I think for the first time ever they should have like FIFA open world MMO. Like, kick, kick a soccer ball anywhere. Or football. <laughs> it's like it's like leave the stadium. Kick, into some, kick on the side of someone's house for an hour. Go down the street. You know? Yeah. Have, have a quest.
0: Tie to the celebrity life? Go have a football match with the lads down at the pub. <laughs> show <Shut, laughs> up at some kid's birthday party on an house. Go
2: to a hospital with a sick kid. Show them how to bounce the ball on their head. <laughs> like, like,
0: random FIFA quests. It would be like do something the
3: for the world. Quest. Getting
0: robbed? <laughs> kick a
3: football at him. Shatter his ribs. That's <laughs> yeah, like that's your attack weapon. <laughs> Headbutt. <laughs> the goalies are like throwing babies at Bicycle kick. <laughs> I don't know why they have Participate
0: these in riots for your favorite team. <laughs> oh man. <laughs> Woo! Are you Ubisoft! <laughs> oh, wait, I'll um, see Ubisoft Aisha oh, Tyler wait, well, kicking ass as always she
2: pronounced it Ubisoft is it Ubisoft I don't
1: give a well, shit Oh whatever anyway. <laughs> Aisha Tyler they, they were so loose with the language and like references like, what was up with the I mean they, they were clearly after some sort like, of like okay Sony stole the show
0: Ubisoft was the coolest. Yeah. Right? yeah. What I'm
1: happened sorry. was they played... No, they actually, played they, they said, like it, it's, it's my first year... The first year that I haven't been upset about missing the Ubisoft conference. I told you guys. You guys were all like, it's Ubisoft. like Maybe it's going to be the best
0: one. It was really good. Ubisoft has been some of the dullest, most pointless conferences ever. And this year, it was entertainment. like
2: stop entertainment. They opened with Far Cry 4. The opening was amazing. There was a lot of cursing, a lot of violence. And then, like, Aisha Taylor comes out, and she's like, holy shit. Yeah. <laughs> like, and it's like, you know this is gonna be a good conference. She, she was like
1: 420 up in this bitch. Yeah, she, actually, <laughs> she said that. Yeah, like, it was what? so good. And she's like, I'm not very
0: good at dancing. i like, oh, some of my other people. Or like, I was like, whoa.
1: Like
3: the rest
0: of
2: oh, my yeah, people. Like
0: the rest of my people. <laughs> We're just like, Jesus, fuck. That's so yeah, good. Uh, uh, she's the, the voice of Lana from archer in case you were wondering who she is if you didn't recognize her name um obviously she's an awesome personality yeah she's yeah, really it's funny cool. um so yeah far cry 4 set in a fictional version of tibet looks kind of awesome it, it looks very more awesome. than a little awesome perhaps. i'm hoping it's yeah. different
2: than the first two far cries which bored me <laughs> bored. Yeah, i it, hope
0: it, it's more like what blood dragon it looked very compelling. <laughs> You know, compelling and interactive. Oh, compelling. <laughs> Compellative. <laughs> oh, man. If that actually became a buzzword, I'd be okay with it because it's hilarious. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so um, they showed the crew a bizarre, allegedly coast-to-coast portrayal of America and a, as a car MMO.
2: They said go anywhere in the United States and you can drive like to LA it, and it says it takes a couple hours. Still
0: like- don't know what to make of that thing. Not sure if I'm interested or not, but it, it looks was really very cool. Pretty.
3: Yeah. If you're into driving and hanging out with your friends while you're driving... I mean, that like, actually...
2: They made me very interested in that game. There's, like, a thousand people, servers, and it's, like, you can drive... No, everything. and it
3: was... And they were uh, saying no load time. It was just, like, you were just constantly... You could just constantly And they drive. said, like,
2: a race... Like, you could go to L.A. and,
0: like... It would literally take two hours to
3: drive yeah, there, which race. obviously
2: it's scaled down. But it's like Jesus
0: fuck. It's yeah. cruising world. It's cruising USA. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I think I might have said that last year. That's what. That's kind of what they were selling. I, where's Where's that IP? What did anybody do with that? Yeah. What? <laughs> cruising mean, world. Cruising, cruising exotica. Where's the shit at?
2: <laughs> they They also showed you know more of the same. Tom Clancy's The Division. They showed yep. a trailer. They showed a, cra- a more Assassin's uh, Creed Unity. Sh-
0: uh, Shape up, though. Uh, yeah, Shape uh, up. Fitness for gamers. They made this very gamified fitness thing with push ups. We and, gotta uh, check
2: that. We're gonna check. She's no. still gonna do yeah. it though, not me. <laughs> oh, you're gonna do it. You're, totally you're gonna do, it. Gonna do well, it. I'll do it, it on E3. I just it, I, I don't know if I'd ever buy it. Oh yeah, fitness game. I don't know. I don't, I don't know. know if that looks pretty cool very, though.
3: You're very
0: naturally fit. Not. Yeah. Well, we we gotta. I mean, they're they're touting it as fitness for gamers, and I think that
3: means that we have to, you know, see if, if we're gonna call it bullshit on it or if it's actually gonna be something of substance. However, Ubisoft is one of the only developers that really truly handles the Connect in a really interesting way, and uh, the fitness game, Your Shape uh, Fitness Evolved. Yeah, that was a, a Gen One Connect game. Was. An an incredible game. It
2: seemed to work really well. He was actually demoing it live, and I didn't see any hiccups. That's and
0: uh, and this this particular one shape up. Uh, they had some kind of bizarre avatar technology. Where if that was if that was live, like they pulled very convincing avatars, stylized avatars of the person, and not not bullshit Microsoft avatars. I mean, something that actually looked like you.
3: Yeah, it was like it would you know if Cap was playing, he would play against himself, like the previous Cap who who did it. Would uh, play against yesterday's captain yeah, That was actually that athlete. was actually yeah.
2: freaky because he did that. He's like, oh, I beat him. I want
0: yeah. to I want to see this in action at, on the floor. I really hope we
3: get to really interesting and stylized, see, crazy, I, crazy environment. I just want the
2: soundtrack. Yeah, it had some good music. It had a remix of "Eye of the Tiger." Right? I'm sure
3: it's. I'm sure it's like a lot of Blood Brothers stuff up in that. Okay, like, so. so. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, I love the Bro- Blood Brothers so hard.
0: Okay, um, so then they brought it down with it with the brand new game. I don't think Brandon. I don't think we've talked about Child of Light on the show at all. I absolutely love Child of Light. Oh, on my third playthrough, it is
2: fucking fantastic.
0: It's a it's an Ubisoft like gorgeous like hand painted RPG. Really, really cool.
2: It's a side scroller. It's really good.
0: Yeah, I mean, I, I'm, I haven't, I haven't beaten it yet. Maybe you might be able to describe it a bit better than I would in, in the long run. But it's a cool, it's a cool RPG. It's a cool, gorgeous RPG. It's available on everything. I'm playing on the Wii U and really loving it. Uh, so they, they showed another game from that studio uh, using the Child of Light engine. Uh, it's called Valiant Hearts: The Great War.
2: And at first off, you're like, well, it's gonna be, you know, it's just a video game, but it's like, no, it's World War One. There's like a dog running around talking about like the people he's been with dying, but but it's also it's but
3: it's it's the mass graves. But it's the dog, the dog's experience with all sorts of different people and different Different, demographics and different on different sides of the war.
1: It's it's Warhorse. Yeah, I was gonna say. I was was just, I was just about to say that, which is fine because Warhorse ended up being a big letdown. Maybe this is what a better version the of The War movie, wars. the movie was I, yeah, yeah, whatever. Okay, it was basically, it was quite depressing. It, I mean. is, go to the theater and watch your it, War Holders. It's
0: a sobering cartoon portrayal of one of the most grisly wars in world history. Yes. I
2: don't know how it's actually a game. I didn't see, like, it looked more like
3: an experience. I'm not really sure. Well, well, we'll find out pretty soon. It actually comes out June
2: 25th. Oh, I'm yeah. getting it.
3: Yeah, why not? Because
2: yeah. I, I love Child lights, Light, so I might as well.
3: Apparently it was based on the letters, some letters that came from World War One. Like, they were basing it off of letters well, from a, the, the different... Well, the
2: characters in the story, I think, are based off of actual, like, actual documents. People, yeah. fact, obviously, some of
0: it's probably fiction. Sure. But it's based like the on actual who, people. the dog you know, thinks... Um, no, that, ha- that, that
2: was the one thing that's legit, for real. That was an experimental dog made, <laughs> by, the, made by the Nazis before there were Nazis. Uh, time travel back in time World War
0: One. This seems highly probable You do know you've, I mean you've played A Wolfenstein game They do this shit Oh man This will lead into Wolfenstein World War I Dang League. girl Alright Sony Man in fact, The
2: dog is Hitler <laughs>
0: What? <laughs> <laughs> anyway, mind blown Okay Sony like had a Two hour presentation And like we said earlier Fucking blew everybody Out of the water Like Microsoft Had no game By comparison to them I didn't see it coming so yeah. what they say there was a new a new white PS4
2: that comes with Destiny, yeah, Destiny bundle, bundled, yeah, yeah. bundled
3: with Destiny is the new white PS4. Exclusive it? The, the, de-
2: the
0: Destiny beta starts uh, the 17th. If you guys don't know Destiny, Destiny is a new game from Bungie, yeah, uh, and it's the folks
3: who made Halo.
0: Yeah, and, and it, it promises to be. It's, it looks like some kind of like Halo, Mass Effect, Uber Fusion MMO, Star Child, baby. <laughs> That that actually is the description. You
1: know what's interesting about the, these announcing these special colored systems that are bundles. Like I, I think a white PS4 sounds awesome. It looks I like a, it looks one. like a stormtrooper. Does it it kind of makes me, like, I'm I'm in the market for a PS4. I kind of want to wait for it. And they've one. never had a white ps Like, I'm actually debating, like, it sounds like, you know, something like, what? just give me a white PS4 so I can buy your console. Yeah. But now it's making me hold off, possibly, until September. I'm actually thinking, like, what games will I miss till then? Maybe I won't miss much. Maybe I'll need to buy one until September.
3: Well, I mean, granted, a lot of the things that they were talking about aren't going to be coming out until a little bit down the pike. Yeah, so. so,
1: well, but I'm just saying that I was going to, I was possibly going to buy one next week. Not. I'm probably gonna wait until September.
2: <laughs> <laughs> Congratulations, Sony! You made people
0: wait till September
3: to get the
2: fucking yeah. bundle.
0: Um. So, uh, DLC for uh, Infamous Second Son. It's called uh, First Light. It's a it's a standalone deal. It's uh, starring a character named Fetch. And I haven't played Second Son, so I I don't know who that is. I really want to play Second Son.
2: Um, Tony's played it. He says it's really really good. Yes, nerdy shit. But I don't, I don't know what that means when you say really, really good. You know, I want, I want to know more. But I'm gonna play it at some point. Yeah. when I time.
0: Little Big Planet
2: three. I okay. I'm gonna want to hear is play Little Big Planet, right? Well, I mean, you've seen uh, it. Right? I've,
1: I've, I've played it. I've
2: played it. Like one and two are great. Three has a lot more depth mm-hmm. of, of field.
0: and more characters, more sacks. Yeah, oh my god, there's <laughs> a bird in I, swoops. I think the most important thing <laughs> is, that, is that, like, I guess they instead of instead of expa- expanding what Sackboy was uh, could do. They instead made three characters to accompany Sackboy in multiplayer adventures that actually create new kinds of puzzles you can have. There's Oddsock, Toggle, and Swoop. One of which is I a bird. I just want to be Swoop. He was yeah. just picking up people. The great thing was they were playing a demo, and we found out what
2: happens when you don't have a scripted demo. Well,
0: I, I remember what happens from the good old days when you don't have a scripted
1: demo. No, but at no, least it's great. respectful. Dad. Yeah, it, no. is, it is respectful. And the, by the way, Swoop's offers a. I'm excited because it offers even better ways to troll other players. Because you can just pick them up, up, fly them to the other side of the map, (laughs) drop drop them, and just make them do it again. Yeah, because
2: that was the point when you played online. I loved grabbing people, trying to grab people. Yeah, dragging
1: them, slapping them. That was always the best part.
2: God, you're going to get. Bitch in multiplayer. yeah. <laughs> oh. <laughs> but the, the creative potential looks great and I, I hope it is. And it's coming in November. So. Oh, oh, and they said you could play every single um, oh, yeah, yeah. Little Big Planet 1 and 2 map that's ever been created by people on the third one and they're going to have a revamped graph- yeah, eight, graphics.
3: Yeah, it's, Over 8 million maps have been created. It, and, and, yeah. and the PS4 I version
0: readapts <laughs> all those original maps into high definition graphics for the system, which is
1: bonkers. Yeah. Can, do they mention if you can use new characters on them or is it just... Like, I don't see backwards. why not. I think they, they, they might break, break the, the game. levels. Yeah. But yeah. I don't, I don't know. know.
2: It's like, oh, I made this. I made this stage because I know you can't fly. Now you get a bird. You know. Well, I'm just like, curious. It'll it encourage
0: maybe. remastering of classic levels. You know. Yeah. So that's a good thing. It's yeah. stimulate the community. They, yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, one of the one of the weird things that, the, that happened actually was they announced a new IP. I think it was a new IP. It's called Bloodborne. Uh, from Software, a, a software company called Software, and uh, and they showed a trailer that looked really cool, um, but it was all. Mm. FMV stuff. Uh, it's coming in twenty fifteen. It's some kind of gothic horror deal. From but. Software usually makes
2: stuff that I, I'm interested in that are really fun. So I, I'm hoping it's good, but they didn't really show or talk that much about it. But we'll have to keep an eye on it because I'm sure it will be good.
0: There was a there was a trailer they showed. Uh, of a dude jogging after being bitten by a zombie and uh, everything kind of falling apart behind him as he (laughs) jogs along in uh, earbud obliviousness. He looks like such a douchebag. And I I leaned over to Colin and I said, you know what's funny about this? This is the exact opposite of that horrifying, dramatic, and tear-jerking Dead Island trailer from when they announced the game. And what was
2: the game? It was Dead Island 2! (laughs) It was so, like, they're just... they were like you know fuck it we're gonna do the opposite approach it was so
1: good it was funny because I I feel they sold a lot more copies of the game than they probably should have based on that first Dead Island trailer because as I understand the game wasn't well received it was nothing like what everyone thought it was yeah and it's interesting that now they're gonna take the opposite approach you know and and see where that goes so it's
0: gonna Um, be a really sad
1: game yeah (laughs) (laughs) so you get
2: this funny opening and you're gonna play it's like my family's dead I have a gun with one bullet real time event do I pull the trigger or not I pulled
3: the trigger and the bullet doesn't even work
0: oh hey speaking of depressing trailers man um we backing up to uh the division an incredible trailer that we'll link to uh man it was it's not gameplay it's not anything it just sort of sets the mood for uh the the landscape that you play in and like the calamity that's happened with the sickness and everything incredible like as oh, far as film, oh the, though, yeah, so the, the trailer where they showed like let's show like what happened in this world a little bit it's a it's like, stop like stop motion kind of oh, I don't, don't even know well it's,
3: yeah it was it was a it was like time it time was a time like lapse forward, uh, yeah, extremely time lapse you, you couldn't see the people but you could see the events unfold exactly so you saw like p- things moving and like you know the comforters were moving it's so obviously people were were um, you know sleeping in the bed or like then like more and more pills were starting to uh, accumulate like, just, on, on the on the and mirrors broken mirrors and then Like you end up seeing like like you hear and you hear what's happening like you hear like little snippets of these people's lives and you see like on the news like these this horrible pandemic that's sweeping across the the nation and then at the very end of this you have this man like you hear him cocking a gun and then a blood splatters happens on on the wind on on the window and it's just like it's an incredibly really visceral um, experience. Of, of a trailer that I've never seen in a video game or a movie before. It was such an amazing... Which means tell
0: the game, a story, there's no way the game is going to live When we talk about these successful game trailers, it makes me think maybe these guys should be devoting themselves to the short films or movies or television series sure. rather than games that are eventually going to break or underwhelm. Because clearly oh. the, dead, the, the Dead Island people, they know what they're doing. They know how to make a great trailer. Maybe they should be making video games. We'll see how this one
1: pans <laughs> out. <laughs> Seriously, maybe they <laughs> should make a fucking movie. Hey, unless I'm mistaken, I feel like this is the first Tom Clancy game that is a it's a new Tom Clancy series since the actual Tom Clancy's death. Yeah. I wonder if he had anything to do with this at all. Like At some point, the, the, the Tom Clancy IP has been very valuable to Ubisoft. Like, really valuable. Extremely. Like, is this something I, I like? I'm curious what the history is with that. If like we're talking about it, the siege, it started. Uh, no, 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 no. With uh, the, the, the division. division is also Tom Clancy oh, game. Like, oh, that's right. Yeah, like two, exactly. Two Tom it's Clancy everyone keeps on calling it the division, and, and everybody calls Rainbow Six, Rainbow Six. But the, you know, the Tom Clancy names attached to both. Like I wonder, like at some point, it seems Rainbow. You know, Rainbow Six was a book series, and and he did Ghost Recon books and all these other things, and N War and all those other series. I wonder, like at some point, like. Are they are they just attaching the label Tom Clancy to sell games? I'm not sure. You know, it's, I'm curious what his impact, if any, it's was uh, on this it's game based
0: on a, based on a, a note in the margin of a of a manuscript
3: <laughs> <laughs> pandemic that comes out on Black Friday. Oh, there it is, the division.
0: I mean, really, it could it could legitimately be that. Yeah, uh, but you know, whatever. What if what else did we see? Uh man, what else did we see? They it was they so showed much a few things
2: I didn't really understand, like Magicka 2. Yeah, fun, <laughs> so funny trailer. funny
0: trailer, not not really sure about the game.
1: I mean, the
2: game. Was uh, the Double game. Finds remastering Grim Fandango, that's pretty huge. That that is amazing and I'm going to uh get it.
0: It's <laughs> a Tim Tim Schafer game. I've never played it personally. Uh I know many people who love it and I've always wanted a chance to play it, so uh, this bodes very well. Jonna is gonna absolutely, it's like one of Jonna's I, favorites. I, I, approximate that Jonna has already lost her shit.
2: <laughs> if she's even seen it yet, but yeah. If
0: she's awake, since we're in the Pacific time zone, yeah. But if she has... She's probably asleep by now if we're in Pacific time. Maybe she, she lost her shit in her sleep. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe she
2: took a shit
0: after she heard it. Um, anyway. That's what I'm saying, man. Oh, yeah. <laughs> It was involuntary. <laughs> uh, Suda51. Uh, PlayStation exclusive. These are the guys who did um, No More Heroes. Oh, Let It Die. Let It Die. Cool trailer. Don't know anything about it, but it looks like it's all about equipping yourself with the most lethal crap you can find,
2: and beating people till their life points are at zero, and then you know, killing them. And that's basically what we saw,
0: and it was it was really good and funny. But other than that, yeah, I don't know much about it. Uh, Devolver's got some deal with PlayStation where all their games they distribute all their indie games are going to come out there first oh they Chicago's. all look good bro force. Bro, bro force, not a hero and uh, my the thing I'm personally most excited about Hotline Miami 2 wrong number Hotline they had Miami's Titan Souls 2 which
2: looks really good
0: yeah yeah that looked cool too um, Giant Squid, half of the Journey development team is creating a gorgeous looking game. Don't know really what it's about, but except, except it's, swimming it's through the, the ocean. water,
2: and it's called Abzu. And they explained what that meant at the beginning, but I wasn't paying attention. <laughs> so, it was like the A-B, and it said what it meant, and then the Z-U, and then they combined it. And I was it like, wait, what did well, they say? I mean, in your defense,
0: <laughs> it didn't, it didn't seem relevant at the time. No, it didn't. I didn't write it down either. Yeah, so. <laughs> uh, and, and, man, No Man's Sky. Now, I, I'd seen stuff about this yeah, game. holy shit. This is like... This is easily a showstopper of the entire day, Um, aside from Powers. Uh, And this immediately followed Powers. Uh, I'd I'd seen it around. It's... It's almost incomprehensible what so, so what this game well, claims to be capable of. Well,
2: so I guess we'll describe a little bit of what we saw. Is basically, <clears throat> there's just a man walking, you know, over a planet, and he's, like, looking at different species, and it's saying, like, new species found. It's like, a deer, gazelle, whatever. And he sees, like, weird, crazy dinosaurs, and it scans it. And he's looking around, and there's, like, giant monsters and rhinos or something charging through the forest and knocking over trees. And he just gets in a ship that's parked on the ground, flies out of the atmosphere. There's, like, a fucking blockade of ships that beams and he flies through them he's like he has a team that joins him he starts shooting things then he just flies to another planet and starts doing shit on that planet and it,
0: you're on what looks to be a full-scale <clears throat> planet you get in a ship you leave the atmosphere you fly around in space where there's stuff to blow up and you go to a nearby there was planet. no loading screens and there was no it just it was seamless it's yeah and apparently, it, prom- it promises millions of worlds, endless exploration. The
2: creator says, like, everyone starts on their own planet, and that... They said, literally, it's univ- it's um infinite, which I don't like to throw that word around. Well, I do. But... Everything. I don't know if it's kind of like Minecraft Infinite, where it's just everything is constantly well, it's generated. procedural, yeah, yeah. So you're always finding new things to discover, you can just fly for hours and do whatever you want.
0: But uh, this developer from Hello mm. Games, the way he was speaking, you could tell that this game was built on nothing but his passion for science fiction. It
2: was a, It's a small independent company, and they made something this amazing. It yeah. looks beautiful.
0: Yeah, it, it's. <laughs> man, it, it's really. I really hope we get hands
3: on with it. It's. It's one of my must sees now. Yeah, uh, and and they weren't. Uh, and Sony also. Talked about. They weren't just talking about software. They also talked about some hardware. Yeah. In their uh, the Morpheus. Yeah. So the Morpheus. You want to explain what the Morpheus, Morpheus is? Morpheus Neo. No,
2: not really. <laughs> I mean, it's just, it just <laughs> a fucking headset that goes with the camera. I don't know much about it no, except it, we'll have some he- it's hands. It's Sony's
0: on. VR headset. It's their. It's their like it's their marketplace the Oculus combatant left. to the yeah. The Oculus. It's their
2: answer to the Virtual Boy. <laughs> <laughs>
0: uh, got, uh, is it, everything gonna be blue? Yes. <laughs> be cool.
2: Yeah. Um, Blue and white. I, I want to try the Eve Valkyrie game if you know if there isn't a million people in line, which I. For the more I,
0: I want to experience it. We're gonna do our damnedest to get some hands-on with this. There's an opportunity. Yeah. They, uh, have, they have three games: Jurassic Encounter, Eve Valkyrie, and Street Luge. <laughs> which I kind of want to do.
2: <laughs> is that the one where you put you have the the microphone thing in your in
0: your nose and
2: you're like oh and then they're like oh that doesn't go in your nose.
0: Uh, let that. <laughs> That, I believe
3: that's the, um, that's the woozy helmet from Toys. Oh, yeah. But, uh, <laughs> um, the other thing that they uh, also talked about was the PlayStation TV, which is a really interesting answer to the Apple TV or the Roku. Um, it's basically going to have all the different uh, systems <laughs> and uh, programs that you could use for the Apple TV, I'm assuming Netflix and HBO Go and all that, and you and know, you all, the, your, all the Hulu and, and all, all that typical stuff. But that is the coolest TV. thing is that you could hook that up to any TV and you can play what if you hook it up to your wireless, you can then play your PS4 on a different television. So you're like, so. oh man, I'm
1: getting out of this room and going I, to my I room. believe Steam just did that too. I think that that's probably the a Steam next. Steam box. Well, not Steam box, but Steam has a streaming thing that just went out of like I think into from alpha to beta or beta to full and. And so it's like, that seems to be a, a direction <laughs> that gaming is going toward. Well, I they, mean, that's
3: pretty cool. I mean, I, I, that I don't have to play the PS4 just in my living room. I can play it in my, in my upstairs, uh, uh, my bedroom if I wanted to. I yeah, like using well. the Vita to play the PS4 while I'm pooping.
2: I'm like, oh god, I've got to go poop. Well, I'll just use it on my Vita. Uh,
3: yeah. I'll continue. And, and it'll also be connected to PlayStation Now.
2: Oh, they announced that. The beta's coming July 31st, um... The, basically, it's the streaming service where you can play, like, PS1, PS2 games, PS3 games on it. Yeah. And yeah. it's streaming, so I, I don't... I hope it works.
3: <laughs> it's pretty cool. I don't know.
1: We'll see, we'll see. And, of course, Mortal Kombat X. Yeah. Which looks, I mean, great. And and they finally showed some gameplay, which was actually my biggest gripe of the, the cinematic trailer that was released, I don't know, two weeks ago, one week ago? Recently. Yeah, recently. And it was... It, it didn't tell us anything, and I think it was uh, Kotaku did an article that it's everything wrong with trailers, because now, like, they show us nothing about gameplay, and this was the complete opposite. They showed us new characters, insect-inspired characters, they did, like, uh, Master, Master Blaster. Master, Blaster. Master Blaster Blaster-inspired yeah. characters, and It uh, and wasn't course, actually
2: Master Blaster, but looked like it. The,
1: the classic Scorpion Sub-Zero fight that we needed to see in, you know, and, and the environments look... Uh, it's a different type of interactive. Well, Scorpion t- jumped on a tree and swung yeah, around a branch. Yeah, t- typically interactive environments has always meant, like, p- you know, punching you through to another stage or, or you know, just some sort of, like, Like, movement. maybe there's
3: one interactive, like, an environmental yeah, or and like that and, that changes.
1: And this was, like, actually peeling off pieces of the background. I mean, there was <laughs> actually you know oh, yeah, he off grabbed a branch, grabbed yeah, a branch, yeah. branch, the branch off. I mean this
0: is like I think and there, there was like a swell of water and, and the master blaster dude pulled a dead body from it and flung it at the insect <laughs> lady
1: 11 sub
2: 0 made like the the frozen clone and then picked him up and tossed him it was
1: great. And I, I, this is probably a, a bold proclamation, but it looks more brutal. Like, those x-ray moves and, and the little hints of the... Well, the, they did that in
2: one of their previous games. They're just, just
1: like evolving that system. Well, it, they just looked even worse. And, and the fatality demonstration at the end, there were some pretty fucking gruesome fatalities. Like, it was great. I, it shocks me that this series can still shock people. But they're doing it.
3: Do you think you're gonna have nude in this one? No, I don't think they'll they, have Or babe or friend they might
1: have a friend friendality or an animality for You fun. mean a friendship?
2: Yeah, friendship. <laughs> friendship.
3: Actually, you know
1: what's funny is they had a female character and I don't remember this new this new insect female character looking overly sexualized. I, I maybe I just wasn't paying attention. She was wearing a cloak to be fair.
0: Not not particularly. I mean maybe maybe she like kinda had some like You know, some thigh.
1: Well, I mean, the previous game, I mean, like the Molina in the previous game, I don't. Was she wearing clothes? Like, I mean, (laughs) like.
2: I like, uh, what's what's that female version of Goro? Uh, Oh, she. Oh, (laughs) Pintaro. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, with
0: them, them boobs and forearms. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But, yeah, I mean, like, I, when, I've never been big in Mortal Kombat, but I've always thought the world looked cool, the characters looked cool. And then it was really, when they, when they drifted away from that, like, and it got kind of lame, it was pretty obvious to an outsider even. This looks like it's, like, if I saw this, like, back in the arcade, I mean, never mind the graphics, but back in the arcade when I was a kid, if I saw these worlds, these characters... It would be awesome. It seems like it's really, truly in the spirit of what made Mortal Kombat so exciting to begin with. But once again, we won't know till we actually
2: play it, because who knows how the actual gameplay is?
0: Yeah. Um, let's see. There's not. There's not much left. They 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 showed off uh, Uncharted Four. It's called A Thief's End. Um, it looks depressing. They didn't show gameplay. <laughs> they
3: didn't really. They did say that one last time. Yeah. They did say one last. There, there was time. a certain
0: finality to it, but who who the fuck knows?
2: Well, well they they did. Um, y- Sony's on this whole cake of making original content, like movies and series now. And you already talked about Powers. Yeah. But then they're releasing a Ratchet
0: and Clank movie. That's uh, true. Which... No, it, it, could, it could shape up to be the best video game, like, spin-off film ever made, because it's actually done by the people who make the games, and it's an appropriate translation of the world. Uh, and then, of course, fucking Batman. Holy shit! Hashtag uh, battle mode. We see Gotham in all its glory. I mean, it looks like... A child of the Burton Batman films, this uh, this Gotham, it's just
1: amazing. Yeah, right. it, it's it's the matured two thousands version of the of the Burton Batman, which is good because Burton can't even do Burton anymore. <laughs> so. Well, yeah,
3: because you, you start out in the Batcave, Cave, and then as soon as you leave the Bat Cave, you start going out in the Gotham, and you fly out into this huge huge city oh and the car was like following him yeah and then and then you get into the batmobile that then turns into a fucking tank that can, <laughs> you just like run over that can, that can turn its, that can turn its wheels in parallel park easily <laughs> uh, but it, no it was it just, turned into the tank from halo those horror tanks yeah well then and then he just shoots out of the he shoots out of the the tank and then just flies around fighting penguin i mean like it was an amazing it was an amazing uh, it, was he really fighting penguin well, and then, because then, it looked we like... We thought that shit was going yeah, down, yeah, and, and the, like, the, oh, fuck, Sony the, fucked the,
0: up their the, shit. The Sony stream had been a bit spotty, so oh it, it seemed like things were broken. Uh, the, the, the lights were clearly glitching out, actually, in the room. Turns out, it was all just a scarecrow hallucination. Well fucking played, dude. Scarecrow looked awesome. That
2: was my favorite part of the other Batman games, with Scarecrow, so I'm so excited that he's like the main dude in this. And, one.
1: and I know we can argue long form versus short form as far as the way Arkham's presented versus like the Nolan movies, but like I still think the Arkham, like. Gotham. Well, I'm saying the, the, Arkham, series. the Arkham series is the current best representation of Batman outside of any sort of comic form. Well, I, 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 besides that afraid.
3: weird Joker thing in the first one.
1: Well, they didn't know how to do a final boss battle. Right, later. they didn't, yeah. and that's it. You know, that's it's a shame because you know, for a, a physical based game, it was hard for them to figure out a way to have the lo- You know, in, in any video game, right? You know, look because, what ha- look because, what happened with Mass Effect. You know, like. Uh, they could have at least put the Joker in, like, a robot suit. You are like, I'm piloting a robot.
2: Like, not, you know, a giant clown robot. You know, not just make him, like, I'm on steroids. Yeah. Fuck your mother.
1: Yeah, Mass Effect had terrible final boss battles. Like, yeah. particularly Mass Effect 2, after great games. And then Mass Effect 3, they're like, we won't give you a final boss battle or I'll be mental. And people hated it. <laughs> <Yeah>. so,
2: <laughs> you just ruined it for me. I didn't play that one yet. Anyway.
1: <laughs> Well, well you're late to the party, pal. <laughs> yeah, maybe maybe put a spoiler warning at some point. <laughs> <probably> <laughs> you to inter, intercut, you can do like speak Mass of, Effect spoilers ahead.
2: Speaking of late to the party, um, then The Last of Us is coming out for PS4, which I'm gonna buy, even though I already own it for PS3, because it's remastered, comes downloadable content, and it looks fucking amazing.
0: And The Last Guardian was nowhere to be seen. Yep, but it's not canceled.
2: <laughs> GTA five
3: on on, on
2: uh yeah, whatever. whatever. Yeah.
0: Let let's wrap it up. Yeah,
2: let's wrap it up. This is
0: this is man, this is
3: a, I got a, nothing
2: a huge
0: huge day of conferences. Nintendo in the morning, we're gonna hit the floor, we're gonna see some cool stuff. Tomorrow we're we got meetings with Disney Interactive, Konami, uh, Telltale Games, and uh maybe even gonna spend some time with Devolver and see what uh, see what they've got hiding out at Hooters across the street. <laughs> we're hanging
2: <laughs> out with
3: Devolver and Hooters. What That's are awesome.
0: they hiding at Hooters across the
2: street? What's uh, hiding in those pouches, in those pads,
0: glands? What's hiding <laughs> up there? What's, <laughs> what's hiding <laughs> up there um, in all it, them hooters. Anyway, if you if you want us to check out something in particular at E three, if there's something you'd like us to have a look at, get some get some hands on insights or something, let us know. Comment on this episode's page or discuss it in the forums. Hit uh, us up
3: on Facebook or on Twitter.
0: Yeah, our social stuff. Do those things. We'll link to all of them on this episode's page, uh, or you're smart, you can figure it out. <laughs> um, we're we're covering all this stuff. You're gonna see our stuff on nerdyshow.com and bleedingcool.com. Uh, like videos and more podcasts every day of the show. Before we go though, Nerdy Show is listener supported, and this month we have a very exciting thingamabob that we are doing. We're doing a Dungeons and Doritos support drive. Dungeons and Doritos is our tabletop role playing podcast, and uh, this month you get to create a campaign for our adventurers to go on. We've only done this a couple of times in the past. We've just recorded our previous uh, request, uh, which, uh, which involves some gender swapping and body swapping, and uh, we have exactly one, one campaign in the running so far this month. We'll see what happens. We've got a minimum goal we have to meet every month. $300 covers all of our network costs for the entire Nerdy Show network. And beyond that, we've got some cool stretch goals that unlock awesome stuff, most of which has to do with d Gotta give shout out to the people who contributed thus so far. The very generous, very wonderful Barry I. And uh, William Dick, who said, Bits, Rhymes, and Life, Episode 2, Mega Random Encounter. You're doing it right. Keep it up. It's the only thing I'd hope for. Thanks. I agree. That is an incredible show. Bits, Rhymes, and Life is a show from Mega Ran, nerdcore rapper, and Kay Murdoch, his producer. And this m- most recent episode is about how the two of them join forces it's a cool slice of life uh, nerd drama, and man, it's really it's really gorgeous, like a really well produced audio podcast. Now we we produce good podcasts here, but these guys these guys are uh, taking to another level. This is uh, these these guys are artists and really cool slice of life nerd stuff. Uh, so thanks to Barry I and William Dick, and then Kausa Baloo. Kausa Baloo stepped up to the plate with a campaign that he calls Dungeons and Doritos Resurrection, where he wants the Dungeons & Doritos crew to team up with the crew from Ghostbusters Resurrection. Oh my god.
1: This, this is actually the first hearing of it, Colin.
0: Oh my god. Well, well, House <laughs> Ka- Ka- has accepted that this is a tall order. So he's, he's, he, he says, you know, whatever Ghostbusters are available, however oh. it works. He said, picture, if you will, the world of Doritadonia. In this world, there's a haunted castle, or maybe a mansion. Perhaps even a literal ghost town. Whatever the case... Stuff be seriously haunted in a most literal fashion. The D&D crew, or at least part of it, because let's be honest, the entire cast, both of these shows is com- combined, is probably too large in size. Thank you. Um, anyways, r- weird stuff starts to happen through a hole in time and space, possibly in a DeLorean, possibly in a white hearse. The Ghostbusters have arrived. God. How exactly is up to the Game Master? But they have no idea where they are or how they got there. Barney and LaForge. Right? That's just not going to work well. So, I, I, I suggested that... For anyone involved. D- Doug and I have been talking about how, like, we, we still need to hear from Rule, our Dungeons & Doritos game master, but the gameplay of this will be tricky because of how overpowered a proton pack would be in a medieval fantasy setting. And, and the possibility <laughs> of adapting this in a way that perhaps the Ghostbusters are still play their characters from the show, but are in fact exorcists from Doritosonia. How exactly this is going to play out, I leave to Doug and Rule to ultimately decide. What if their
2: proton packs don't work because... You know they run out of they run out of juice. <laughs> I don't know, well, that would they haven't be been able to charge
3: them. That would be up for us to decide. So we'll see. We'll see what ends up happening. I, In I this mean, magical
2: that, world science doesn't exist, so their proton packs don't work.
3: I mean, I'm excited. I'm excited to see what. Uh, comes of that. And I'm excited to see if there's any other ideas that come up from, from you guys uh, that, that are submitted. I, I think that would be super fun. I would love to play with them. Yeah. I mean, the, the, they always manage to come up with things
0: that we could never have they even never thought about, And for yeah. some reason, this seems so like such an easy idea. It never right.
3: crossed my mind. Of a crossover? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. We need a slash pick.
1: <laughs> well, the, the crossover is a sign of like when you've really made it. Yeah, you know, like it's it, This it's is, mashup. you know, this is it's the inevitable. You know, inevitably happens when you have spinoffs.
3: Oh God, we'd have to use Ghostbuster music and D and D score Play at the same time. Well, I mean, <laughs> <laughs> You're such a jerk. I, I, I'm,
0: I'm curious to see our our original score master Ryan McQuinn uh, actually, you know, create some D and D music inspired by Elmer Bernstein's score to Ghostbusters. That's true. That would be interesting. Anyway, so that, that's that's what's happening so far. If you have a campaign for Dungeons & Doritos, we want to hear it. Hey, and maybe even especially if, you, if you're if you not familiar with the show and you want to throw something crazy our way, we're all for it. Subject us to your wildest whims and uh, we're excited to go on uh, the adventures of your choosing.
3: Yeah, we have some really cool stretch, stretch goals.
0: Yes, yes we do. So uh, the first stretch goal at $600, it's a script... To page breakdown of early scenes from issue two of our forthcoming Dungeons and Doritos comic. Issue one's been out for a couple years. We're uh, we're about to release issue two, and then the the issue the remaining issues of the miniseries will follow shortly. Uh, Tony and I are hard at work, and so this would be a, a breakdown script to page showing you how we put it all together. Eight hundred dollars—that's fifteen minutes of State of the Empire outtakes. <gasps> <laughs> That would be great. Yeah, unheard stuff from actually uh, three episodes worth of outtakes that are all compiled. At $1,000, a digital copy of our eight page preview of issue two of the DD comic. That's only available as a convention. It was formerly a, con- it's a, it's a convention exclusive, basically, uh, Ashcan, currently. Uh, but this is a, a preview. And then at $1,200, uh, this is the big one. We'll record an out of continuity what if episode of DD. With a uh, a plot chosen by the community in a poll.
2: Can I be in it?
3: Jeez, I don't know.
2: I'll be in like a one shot out of so, continuity. So thing. the w- so the like what that. if
3: so the what if. I've been wanting you to
0: be in D and D for years.
2: Yeah. yeah, I'm lazy.
3: Yeah. So the what if would essentially be where we would come up with the. The what if
0: Brandon Gerson was in D and D?
2: Yeah, and then you guys <laughs> as would, himself,
3: right? And then we would, and then then you guys would vote on whatever we were. That would take all
2: the pressure that, off yeah. me having to like act or come up with shit. I'd just be myself. It'd this, be great.
0: This suggestion comes from fan Jerry Appel, who uh, wrote to me and said, "I was just re-listening to some of the old D and D episodes when I had a very crazy thought. Um, we recorded an episode of D and D that ended up being written out of continuity." Um, and it's available as a sport perk. Don't donate any amount. You get the entire episode. And he said, comics do what-if volumes all the time to tease the reader's brains. Could, D- could the D&D crew do a what-if one-shot? Like, uh, what if the A-team killed the B-team completely? Uh, you know, think in our, in our finale to uh, to book two, there's all kinds of possibilities. So if if we make it to the stretch goal of $1,200, we'll start brainstorming those possibilities and release a poll where you guys will ultimately decide which alternate reality you would like us to record. Yeah, I'll release my poll. For $1,200, I'll release my poll. Release my poll. <laughs> Whenever, wherever.
2: <laughs> in whatever.
0: Wow. We also want to give a shout-out to Garrier, who we met in yeah, person Garrier. at an awesome restaurant.
2: He's a handsome man. Brought- I didn't think
0: he was going to be, but he's a handsome man. Wearing a dapper hat. He brought us Doritos in person that we're going to be eating during the show in a future recording. And we had a great time hanging out with him in I guess what what is it Matt Little Tokyo is that what you call it here
1: Yeah, Little Tokyo, Japantown, I've heard it refer- referred to as both.
3: It was crazy
0: figurine yeah. stores, wig <laughs> shops. It's like uh, cosplay
3: everywhere, all the time. Yeah, it was.
0: It's like a twenty four seven convention. Yeah, there, there were some good cosplay, like legit Asian people dressing. up, not just white people.
2: Like, and
3: and there was like a, a like karaoke like happening, yeah. like just in the middle of a square. <laughs> it was so good. It That's every day, though. That's yeah, like normal. Yeah. Shit.
0: It was super strange and super awesome and awesome to meet Gary Ur. So I guess that's it for this recording. Check out Brandon's video series, Beta Test. He just reviewed the game Concursion, which came out on Steam recently. Uh, it's awesome. He teaches you a neat new drinking game. You should totally try it out. Please
2: watch it. <laughs> Thanks.
0: And uh, and we'll we'll talk to you soon. Well, tomorrow, daily podcasts, videos at nerdyshow.com and bleedingcool.com. Thanks for listening. Bye, I'm Cap. Bye, I'm Brandon. Bye, I'm Colin. Bye, I'm Matt. Hey, you! Thanks for listening to Nerdy Show. We mean that. As listener-supported entertainment, we rely on you to keep this and other shows on the Nerdy Show network alive by telling a friend, rating and reviewing us on iTunes, shopping at nerdyshow.com store, or directly donating to the network. Any size contribution gets you exclusive Nerdy Show audio and images and lets you participate in our monthly support drives. Just go to nerdyshow.com support to chip in. To find out how you or your company can underwrite this or other Nerdy Show programming, visit nerdyshow.com sponsorships. For more episodes of Nerdy Show, as well as other fine programs, community forums, videos, articles, and more, head over to nerdyshow.com. You can subscribe to all Nerdy Show Network podcasts via the iTunes store, and for the latest news, follow us on all your favorite
3: social networks.